Hi everyone, it's Amy Marie from Climbing Your Roots. Today I'm going to be discussing with you for episode 16, one of my favorite topics in the world, food. We will be calling this episode, Your Relationship with Food. After several years of working on my weight and not losing weight, I realized that no matter how much exercise I did or how many diets I went on, the problem was actually my relationship with food. I was using food as an outlet for anxiety, for stress, for coping mechanisms, sometimes out of complete boredom. I had an unhealthy relationship with food. I don't really drink much, and I believe that the food became a type of disorder slash addiction, mostly consumed by sugar and what I have begin to name reckless consumption, when you're consuming things recklessly that have no purpose or fuel or You're really not even wanting it. It's just considered reckless for different reasons. When you realize that you need to change your relationship with food or that you're not in a good relationship with food, the first thing that you need to do is give yourself a fresh start. Your refrigerator, your cabinets, your... Items in your pantry. You need to rid of the things that are no longer going to serve a purpose in your kitchen. Whether you donate them to a neighbor or a friend. It's really essential for success. When you live with other people, of course, this is a completely different scenario. And everything I just said basically doesn't apply, but you definitely need to, for yourself, designate a certain area for yourself. Because once you decide to begin this new relationship with food, especially in the beginning, it's going to take a lot of work. You have to put in the work to make something happen for yourself. So you need your area. Later down the line, when these habits have already been in play and you're actually choosing the right options, you don't really need that visual separation or separation. But in the beginning, I I am a firm believer that, that you do need that separation. So you need to really love your kitchen during this phase of your life. If you're going to be consuming a meal prep company, that's great. You still need to get rid of things that you don't need. You will also, no matter if you have a meal company or not, need to have certain fruits and different things in your house. The coffee, the teas, the creams, the type of honeys. You definitely need to still buy groceries, even if you do consume your meals through a meal plan service, which I'm all for those if you have a busy lifestyle because they really do keep you on track. And if you use a good one, I grew up with the best one, Catered Fit, cateredfit.com. You can check that out. 
He is the original food prep master. It's a very well-established company for many years. And him and his wife have traveled to all kinds of uh, different countries. I believe they're called blue zone countries where people live over 100 years old. And a lot of the things that they've learned, they've implemented into their business. And they're very successful, so you can go check them out. I want to interview him one day. He should be on here. He said yes. But you really do need to have all the right things in your kitchen. It's a lifestyle. I'm going to get into that. So you really just need to start fresh and you need to learn and do the work. You can't have anybody tell you what to do constantly or do it for you. When you are making this new commitment for yourself, you have to put it in. You're going to have to read things, learn things, change things. You will start to talk to people about things. You will notice people that make better choices around you. It's the way it goes. Whenever you focus on something more, it comes to surface more. When you buy a certain car, all of a sudden the next day, everybody around you is driving around with that car. It happens. It's the same way when you start to learn how to eat better. You will start to learn people drinking certain things around you or consuming different type of healthy snacks. And... It's just like with everything else, networking. Your health is worth networking just like business is worth networking. Always finding out new strategies, new places to look for things and new things that are good for you or bad for you or where to read up on things. It's it's all for, for improvement, for positive. There's never anything wrong with learning something new. That That's a guarantee, especially if it's something that you're currently working on. It can only make you more successful and stronger in the influence of the matter. When you are going to start in the beginning of shifting your lifestyle with this food and making these better choices, there will be work. You need to really focus on your shopping list and the prepping. And people love to say, you know, they don't want to do things like that. But it's it's like that's what has to be done. You want to eat better. You need to stop eating in the streets. Like I said, a meal plan service is completely completely different from eating out in the streets. Eating out in the streets is not going to give you control. That's just the honest truth. To keep control over what you consume, you have to prepare it and do it yourself. Your nutrition is totally up to you. Some people are vegetarian. Some people do the vegan diet. Some people do Again, not a big fan of the word diet, but they do that keto diet. Everyone has their different thing, but you you should always read into what you're doing and the effects of it to the body and just just get a general knowledge of different things that maybe you're going to start doing because not everything is for everyone. I read a book, Fasting Like a Girl. I referenced it, I think, before, but it was very educational it's about fasting but it talks a lot about cancer cells and gut health and the different effects of dairy on different people and how everyone's body really does respond differently to different things and that that's something you have to work out that's why you should never copycat or go on a diet because people have different reactions to different things and you have to learn what works for you If you really can't get into cooking, well, then you need to find quick fixes that are healthy and available in your kitchen every day so that you're keeping control of what you're doing and not just steering the wrong way and ordering things or just 
getting something quickly because you didn't think you had time. Having the right options around would never be a diet. When people go on diets, they they work really hard on that diet. They work harder than if they were just constantly consuming better things and learning of different things. Everybody wants a variety. A lot of times when you go on a diet, you have to buy a certain list and eat a certain thing over and over again. When in reality, what people love about food is the variety and the different things. And every single type of food has a healthier choice. There's always an option. You can always have a salad. There's always ways to eat better. Obviously, sugar is sugar. You're going to indulge in dessert. Dessert is dessert. You should limit yourself. All of those things are really bad for you. The sugar is bad for your gut. Dairy is bad for your gut. Processed foods, bad for your gut. When you think of that, you're just thinking of the fat in your gut. But after you read some books like I have, that's like layers of bacteria, cancer, prone cells, um, liver deficiencies, all types of things that you're not even thinking about. But food is medicine. Consuming broccoli and spinach and kale and, you know, all the different vitamins naturally and raw vegetables literally is better than any pill or capsule that you're going to take after you go and find out that you're sick because you were eating at drive throughs or you were eating out in restaurants and you were doing life because, like I said, this is about your relationship with food, how you look at it constantly. People have different cultures. They gather in different ways. There are some children that never get fed fast food growing up. My husband's kind family, I'm sure my husband ate like a fifth of the fast food that my family was fed growing up. But that, that again, that's family-oriented, that's culture. These are values that get installed from kids. And then, no matter what, you get, you know, people are shown as they grow grow older different things and you go out and you get older or you marry and someone eat, wants to eat out all the time but in reality these are things that going back which nobody lives past tense anymore that save money that that give people the opportunity to save more money and buy more assets and do more things that eating out world is so quick like a hundred here a hundred here a hundred here and you're not bringing home any ingredients. You have no idea what they put in your food. There's really no um, meaning. Like, yes, going out to celebrate an occasion is one thing, but continuously going out to eat with your family doesn't really instill any values about buying the food, how much it costs, bringing it home, washing the vegetables in front of your kids, letting them see you cook and clean the dishes. Yes, I know, old-fashioned, but if we don't do these things, then the kids are just going to keep Uber eating and Grubhub and all these things. I don't even have any of those apps because of my my eating disorder. I don't want those things. I would never want to be able to go on my phone and order any type of restaurant within any mile radius to my house because all I would be doing is bad for myself. That's what I've learned about my relationship with food. I need to buy healthy things. I need to switch it up. I need to talk to my husband about it almost every day. You know, I need like, I'm very confident. This is one thing that I feel like since I've gotten into this, I feel like not because I want to blame him. I know he likes a lot of food. And then we've pretty much been eating too late for like the last 10, 12 years. 
because we're busy after work and then the kids now and sometimes we feed the kids their dinner and then we have ours and it gets late and then all of a sudden I'm like oh are you okay if we just have this and he's always like I'm okay like yes I'm okay mind you he's I have said this before down so much weight like he looks so different he looks so great he wasn't even trying to do it it's just from the things that I've constantly been doing around the the house and in the refrigerator and in the pantry we have really changed we can put things together we we see things we can do it like you cannot be afraid to get in the kitchen if you say you don't like it figure out a way to like it better get someone else involved a family member or something figure out a way to reward yourself or like i said make it super easy i don't care if you have to look up a bunch of quick fixes that are healthy be careful with that you know but there are ways you know like everybody googles everything you can you know google how do i make a healthy dinner when i can't stand cooking you can figure out ways to make healthy choices without even turning on the stove to be honest with you you just have to have discipline and know what you have to do it's a very thin line between doing it and saying you're going to do it don't ever forget that. When you really want to start eating better, and, and again, the diet is out. This has to be forever. You can't, what is the point of doing a diet and eating healthy for a certain amount of time and then stopping? That That's done. You have to continuously do this, open up your palate, learn new things. You will always get tired of certain foods and need to try a different thing. You will always go out to eat, of course, and always eat sugar. But again, this isn't something that people should indulge in every time. If people don't like to think like that, people say, I want to eat what I want to eat, and I love this, and a lot of people do. But these foods and the way everything is being made these days, they are creating health issues. It's proven. You can read up on different things. That's why I said everybody's different. My My... Shows are never to act like I know everything and that I have an answer for everything because I don't. But what I can say is that if you start to read about things, it gives you knowledge. And then you read about different things. And I became so interested in all the things that fasting can do. I try to fast every day, even if they're longer or shorter or different. You know, I'm, sometimes I'm not consistent with the hours. But I read so much about what it does for you that I believe in it and the way it can work your energy and your mood. And again, once you start to pay attention with your relationship with food, it trickles down and affects different things in your life. And then when you feel different, you want to look into it more. And like I said, maybe you don't think dairy affects you. But the minute I removed dairy from myself, I felt a huge difference. My husband can't really do dairy either. And that's just us. And even my 10-year-old daughter, sometimes after she eats ice cream, she'll say she has a tummy ache. Not every time, which means it could be because it's not always ice cream. Sometimes it's yogurt. You know, sometimes you do different things in different places. She loves a milkshake. I always notice when she gets one, she never finishes. And I'm sure maybe it makes her feel too full. And she doesn't want to say it because she wants to get another milkshake because she's 10. And you don't want to think about food affecting you neg- negatively. Like, nobody wants to say, man, I really love cheeseburgers, but I can't eat them. Because every time I get one, I have indigestion or heartburn or I don't feel good. You really should avoid those things. You want to feel good. It's not that big of a deal if you can't have a cheeseburger. Try to get into something else. Fish sandwiches or 
Again, everybody has different preferences. It's really great to try to build yourself uh, relationships with people that are also into eating well. Because you learn a lot. And there's a lot of different stores. And again, eating, eating right, a lot of people say it's expensive. And it can be. But there's different places and different ways where, like, if you educate yourself, everyone should do the work themselves. You shouldn't have to ask, you know, I got to do this. Tell me this. Tell me this. Just if you really want it, you go after it and everything, it just kind of works out. And if you stick with it, you get better at it and better at it. And then all of a sudden, everything in my refrigerator and my pantry now is different than it was years ago. And it sucks, you know. Sometimes I wish I could go back and I'm like, wow, I really wasn't just trying at all like I wasn't doing it but I can't go back I'm doing it now that's why I'm sharing about this like you and only you know if you have a bad relationship with food and it might sound funny like I'm in a relationship like yes people do it all the time I'm studying right now for something and I'm picking and I've learned to have good snacks in my house because I'm a picker when I have anxiety and when you do homework with two kids, guess what? You get anxiety. And I'm a picker when I'm waiting on something. And my husband is in the business of selling cars. And I feel like we're always waiting on something. So I, I get anxiety. And I, and I have to grab things. And I have to put things in my mouth. And I want to eat more snacks. And I get cravings. And I have to buy certain snacks with dark chocolate and dark chocolate bark. And a different sweet, you know, different types of nuts and stuff. Because... I go and look for that and I need fruit because when I get a, a sweet craving, I've learned how to, you know, have an apple with a little bit of peanut butter and dark chocolate. And, I, and now I love that snack and I don't even buy things, little Debbie snacks and Oreos and that crap doesn't even come in my house. It's not good for me. It's not good for my husband. And it's really not good for my kids either. My son has ADHD. My daughter, if she sees anything sweet, she could eat the whole package. I mean... It's not healthy for anyone. Yes, she's not overweight. Does that mean that because she's not overweight that she should just indulge in all kinds of crap? No way. It affects them. It's why kids are growing up so fast. It's why you always see, like, a lot of kids don't don't monitor the, the sugar intake of their kids. And this is never to judge. But I, myself, do when my son is acting certain ways because of certain things that we go through and it's an astronomical difference in his behavior and yes everybody's different but for me same thing I always want you know a nice big ice cream sundae after dinner every time I eat crap now because of how long I've eaten good I can take three or four bites of just straight garbage and feel horrible right away bloated uncomfortable my mood changes and, and those are things that water have done to me too I completed 75 hard where we had to drink a gallon of water every day for 75 days. I got so into water and realized the things that I have kept up with my water. And on certain days where I've been busy or I'm back in the classroom and I didn't do, you know, the, the whole gallon of water. I feel that too in my mood, in my energy level, because water actually definitely gives me energy. It works. So if you hydrate all day long, which is continuously flushing your body, another tremendous thing to focus on is just flush, flush, flush. You you can never go wrong. A little lemon water in the morning, it starts your body by, you know, detoxing. It's great, especially if you're going into an office or anywhere there's a lot of people. You're also like, 
trying to avoid germs by doing that every day. If you just start with pumping yourself with vegetables and fruits, juicing, if you can get into that, that is just amazing. Celery juice, just read about celery juice. Like I said, I wanted to come on here. I can talk about this forever because of how much I've been studying it, but you start doing it. If it's something you want to do, if you click on this episode because you really do want to get into a better relationship with food, start to do it. Start to work on it. Start to read about things. Do whatever you have to do. Just take the steps and start doing it. And uh, I think that's all my notes. Like I said, if you really are in a place where you feel like the changing of your... um, I don't want to say diet or nutrition. It's a lifestyle, like a relationship with the food, with the things that you buy, with the things you put in your body. And you will start to to reinforce it with your family. The more you learn about things, you will find ways to put the family into the food and make it work for everybody. I, I, I can honestly tell you that lately my children are eating like 80% of what we're eating. We have changed so many things for us and for them that it started to work together and it is working together. So just check out your relationship with your food for yourself first. Always start with yourself, work on yourself. And once you find out how awesome it can be for you, try to put it into the household. Hope it goes well. Talk to you guys next week. Take care.